Hey there, good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Welcome to the third episode of the I Don't Know podcast with Ali and Tanya. If you've heard the last couple of podcasts, you may have noticed that we like to talk about things in a way which departs from the usual chatter on social media. This week, we spoke about technology and how the internet has been a symptom of it in an unprecedented, expansive manner. We also spoke about God by putting forth our theory of what that concept is to us, as well as love. How does insecurity breed in us and what radiates from it? What is it to be truly self-aware and how many of us actually are self-aware? Find out in this episode. Hope this adds value to your day. Well, hi. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hi, Ali. Hi, Tanya. How are you today? I'm good. I'm great. But not really. We'll get into that later. But no, whenever we're doing podcasts, I'm really happy because we just get to have a conversation and so haven't been been having many of those haven't you with you oh yeah with me okay so do you have anything you would like to start off with yes i do have some things i want to start off with two things in fact there are two things which i need to retract from the stuff i said last time around so there was one thing i mentioned about people dying off in their sleep Hmm. and i had heard that statistic somewhere and so i thought it was true but then i did research and i couldn't find anything which gave me a proper number okay as to how many people died so i said a couple of hundred thousand people die okay um so yeah i don't know about that i couldn't find statistics about that so i'm gonna take that away but we know that people die in their sleep i just don't know how many okay uh, and the second thing which I did research on and I couldn't find anything on it was the 80% of your mind believes it. When I was speaking about watching movies and videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, because my idea behind it was that because it's a movie, your subconscious and your unconscious can't tell the difference whether it is quote unquote reality like this or it's a movie. Mm. And I think it holds some weight to it. But... You can't put a percentage on that right. as precisely. So I want to I wanna advise you to take those things which I said with a, with a pinch of salt. So you did your homework. Yes. Well done. All right. Do you have anything written down that you w- want to... I do have about? a bunch of stuff written down. You can cherry pick one of those and... Start from there. Yeah. Okay. So the last podcast, we left it off at the point where we said your life is meaningless and that's the most beautiful thing ever mm-hmm. um in continuation with that i want to go forward with that but not exactly i don't want to hit on that just now yeah i think that there are a few points that i would like to touch upon mm. related to the last podcast yeah so we can get into that as well but start okay so no i don't want to start with that actually i want to start with something else which i've been doing just in my free time. It, what is it? Okay. So there's this new game out. Oh, yeah. Do you know, know what it's called? I forgot, but it's... You told me about it. It's where you... There are suspects. Yeah. Together. Alone it's, something. It's called Among Us. Among Us. Among right. Us. It's a game that's blowing up. And so check this. This is what happened. I haven't talked to you about this because I was saving it. The way this game works, I'm sure... 
people know this game because it's very popular and a lot of people are playing it. So you know how the game works. And if you don't, you can just Google it or whatever. You'll figure it out. It's pretty easy. But people hop onto a voice chat over mm-hmm. the game separately All right. on this platform called Discord. Okay. Okay. And so you can voice chat about it during the vote outs. And that's where the fun happens. So Amin and I decided that we wanted to start our own Discord server mm-hmm. just because it'd be more fun. Amin put up a story. I made the server. I put up a story on his Instagram. Then a few people joined. We're like, cool. Then we didn't have enough people. So he put it up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And suddenly this American dude shows up. And then I'm speaking to him and he turns out to be a teacher. And okay. now I'm having this conversation about the education to this wow. guy I just randomly met on the internet <laughs> on a phone game. Mm. And then another person from Sweden joined. Then another person from America joined. So now we have like people from four different time zones in a Discord server and we play Among Us <laughs> together. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's been, that's been fun. It's nice to have stuff like that you can do. Picking up on what you said about the internet, when you randomly had a conversation with a guy, you had no idea who he was right. living on another continent. Mm. I was thinking about the internet a lot recently mm. and it almost seems infinite, but it's not. Mm. Or is what do you mean? The internet as a space, like mm. anything can happen there, right? I'll I'll tell you something about it. So I was 13 when I started my first blog, 12 or 13. It was on Blogspot and I just put up poetry and some stuff I'd written. And I didn't have any hopes for that. Yeah. I just expected a few of my friends and my parents to read it. But you can look at the statistics and I had views from South America, you know, mm-hmm. and Australia and somewhere else and i thought whoa this is insane i'm writing here from my bedroom and people read that yeah and that's when that freaked me out a little bit Mm -hmm. but yeah it still it still manages to freak me out even the prospect of putting out a podcast onto the internet or just anything in general um doesn't sit well with me it doesn't sit well with you why doesn't I'm guessing it's because you don't know who's gonna That too, plus I have my reservations when it comes to putting myself out there. Hmm. And I think that's that that reflects on my Instagram as well. Hmm. You know, when we decided that we, we were going to put this out. Yeah. I thought, okay, let's make my account public. Yeah. I did that for two days and I called you and I said, this is too scary, I can't do it. Right. Yeah, and then I... I went and i personally removed so many random people made Mm -hmm. it private again and yeah so yeah the internet freaks me out keeps me up at night the thing about the internet which i don't think many people take the time out to think about look at it as a piece of technology Mm. as something which people have made firstly a lot of people which you and I know use it. At least people yeah. in our circles use it. There may be people around the world which don't. But um, every person who I know does. Yeah. How many of them do you think knows how it exactly works? Do you know how it works? I'd like to think I do. 
Hmm. And by how again. it works, I don't mean like the algorithms and hmm. stuff. I just mean the basic mechanical the tec- invent- inventory side of the it. The technical side of it? Yeah, the technical, conceptual side of it. I don't think I'm too familiar it. with that. Yeah, neither am I. Um, that's interesting to think about. Like, how does it work? So, see, with computer code in general, it's all binary, hmm. right? That's the computer language. Ones and zeros. Yeah. Yes and no's. It's a combination of those things together which creates everything which you see right now. Our voice, our physical, quote-unquote physical voice, vibrations of air molecules is being transferred into this piece of metal over here. Then it's being transfer- transformed into electrical signals. Then it passes down through this wire, goes into a computer where it gets turned into ones and zeros, a bunch of ones and zeros. And then you save that and you upload it. And then it turns back into vibrating air molecules and it goes into people's ears. If that's not magic, I don't know. (laughs) If that's not magic, I don't know what is. Mm. Um, Yeah, that's just cool, I think. But is that... That's not entirely working of the internet, is no, it? No, 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 not mm-hmm. at all. That yeah. has nothing to do with the yeah. internet, but it's just something which, you know, goes along with it. I think the way internet works is quite similar to this wire mm-hmm. to some extent. Uh, at least that's how data cables work. Right. So there's satellites which are sending radio waves to receivers on our terraces. Mm-hmm. And that signal, I think, gets transformed into something. Okay. I don't know what that something is. Jamie, look it up. We don't have a Jamie <laughs> today. But oh, damn it. <laughs> and then those get plugged into your modem and then that gets plugged into a router and that mm. sends radiomagnetic waves. And then those get received by your phone. Do it. See, it's fascinating to me. I don't mm. think about this consciously at most times. But then see, if you just, you know ask questions about this stuff it just opens up and you're like wait what how does this work and i think that's something which you know people should take the time out to calm down and just admire the stuff around you instead of complaining about it on twitter yeah so i've been watching re-watching the show called one tree hill oof oof i'm nathan scott (laughs) (laughs) um so I was looking at how human relationships functioned back then because mm. they had the internet, but it wasn't as vast as yeah. how it is now. It isn't. Um, think of your phone or just think of phones in general, like smartphones. Yeah. There are people whose entire lives can be held, you know, through the phone. Mm. They have their job on there. They have all their contacts on there. They date on there. They make friends on there. They play on there. They create on there. And it's insane because in in the show, all of them had those flip phones. The flip phones. Yeah. And it was nothing. They flicked it away and there was, there was no importance given to it because I don't think it should be given that much of an importance. Yeah. And now it's completely different you know it is it's it was so bizarre to think well yeah we're going down a good rabbit hole right now because i was thinking about something this is one of my 
like ideas one mm. of those ideas which i have sure. which i thought about so i think the internet and social media for the uh, for the average consumer is the highest end of tech right now and by highest end of tech i mean the most um applied and implemented technology in life i mean that's also arguable because i mean electricity is technology mm. your fridge is technology but right. it's significant at least psychologically significant and i've just been thinking about what is humanity doing like as a species what are we doing what are we up to with in general okay like with everything which we're doing what direction are we headed in and to me this is the conclusion i came up with so see we live in a capitalistic system right now that's the structure of society at least for our knowledge i don't know if there's anything behind that but that's what it seems like to me um it's a capitalistic society and the way and the things which we progress in gets determined by market value and the where the money goes the innovation follows there hmm. i have an idea for building a drug which will give you let's say enlightenment unless i get people interested in it and get the attention to harbor that and to nurture that idea to make it a substantial reality it's not going to happen yeah right so where the money goes the ideas progress and now the areas which we are progressing in is technology is um transport systems science science and what else um definitely not things like education mm-hmm. or say spirituality or any of that stuff it's these things right and i don't see that changing now like in the near future but what i do see happening is if we keep on going this way what's going to happen is people are going to reach a day where technology and the human body will be inseparable from one another hmm. and everything will go back to how it was primarily except now everyone will be enlightened okay. every single human being and then what happens is where the technology aspect of it comes in so people will be like this full fledged cyborg people no difference like you can't tell that there's technology inside the body but let's say there's a tree in front of you you want to cut it you just think of your hand becoming a saw and it becomes a saw hmm just like nanobot stuff yeah and we will have full control over our environment like we could just imagine stuff happening and it'll happen out there this is the ultimate hmm it's it's radical to it seems radical in intellectualizing that mm-hmm. but in terms of feeling i feel quite indifferent because i wouldn't be surprised if that happened yeah and i mean it's pretty cool <laughs> if you ask is me is it yeah would I you live in is. a world like that sure why not i mean see technology makes life easier yeah um make survival easier 
Hmm. And that's what people want. Everyone is just obsessed with survival right now. So we're just we we want more and more and more and more and more. Why? Yeah. It's just to meet our needs. So I think that if you make that easy for people, they're gonna wanna have it. But what's the end point of easy? <sighs> what I said. What? Just that everyone will be full fully capable of becoming, transforming stuff into whatever they want it to be. And what if that's not enough? because looking at human the human psyche um i'm sure there will be more needs which would develop after that and more desires really yeah. mm, I, i mean of yeah i can see that happening too the mind can just evolve the brain can yeah. evolve hmm yeah well i'll see you f- after a few centuries and we can continue this conversation we then we can see something which you also said about you putting yourself out there on the internet was that you said you were scared hmm. to do that we could get into fear if you want it's not fear i think fear is it's a completely different thing it's just a reservation hmm i don't like putting myself out on the internet I say that as I'm speaking into this mic recording a podcast yeah. which is going to be up on YouTube. <laughs> Clearly. But that's You're why terrified. I, you seem terrified right now. You seem very reserved. I'm shivering, <laughs> can't see. <laughs> Trembling. But um I suppose I I would like to I like to draw a distinction in talking about myself and mm-hmm. talking about other things. Mhm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, and I remember I when that. I told you uh previously that if I ever were to start using social media consistently um it would be to put out what I'm doing. Yes. So yes. Yeah, I've I've been thinking about that too just as a topic. It's see there's so many people out there who are using Instagram. Yeah. So many of our friends who are on Instagram and everyone is either consuming or creating mm-hmm. or sometimes doing both. I am utterly confused in life right now about this one thing and I don't have an answer. I don't know if I'll get one ever. And this is the state I'm in right now. So there's a dichotomy in our world views. Mhm. There is the idea which we grow up with about what is right and wrong and there's the ground reality of what's happening. Now, you and I were both at a stage in our lives where we have to make more decisions for ourselves. We have to make decisions of what we want to invest our time into, what passions we want to follow, what we want to create, the people we want to spend our time with, the people we don't want to spend our time with, and all of these things. And all of these things, all of these decisions come through a midpoint, a channel of this world view, right? I've been going on walks and i'm looking around me i don't see love i don't see compassion i don't see people caring about each other mm-hmm. i don't see anyone on the sidewalk smiling at me when they're walking past me what i see in fact is everyone is fucking stuck in their own bubble yeah. it's like there's a sheet around them which they don't want to 
um, reach out of. And I see billboards everywhere about brands branding. I see shops everywhere of people selling stuff. See, I understand if you are selling something and you need to make money for yourself. That's fine. Where's the humanity in it? Mm. Now, I've been the thing I'm confused about is religion, spirituality. This is like one side of life, right? Yeah. Falls into one spectrum. I personally don't like to bundle spirituality with religion, but let's just assume that they're, let's put them on one side. Making money and materialistic life is on the other hand. But how does that make sense? How do you combine the two together? Because what I see in our world right now is everyone is just selling shit to each other. What we are doing right now, like, see, I think of myself as someone who is quite compassionate. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm self-aware and all of these things. But I know that I can't be like this all the time whenever I'm making a podcast. But I know that I have to put out a, an, an episode each week. So if I don't feel compassionate or loving towards the viewers, am I not supposed to make a clip? No, because then that would get, get in the way of us growing. Right. Then I have to make a decision. Do I value growing more or do I value this more? And I can't because I value them both equally. And I know that they're both important. So then what do I do? Yeah. That's a tough part to navigate. So many people, you spoke about selling shit online. Mm -hmm. it, it stems from need. Doesn't it? It does. Okay. Yeah. Um on top of that, see it's just how I f it's just like the feeling which I have right now is a feeling of I understand it, you know. I understand what's happening around me. I understand that the world which the w I believe the world to be a certain way, but it's not that. Mm. I believe that we live in a world where People should care about each other and people should and should and should. They should care about each other. They should say hi if they're walking past the street. You should open the, you should hold the door for someone if they're going. You should share love and you should do all this stuff. Um, but that's not how it is. It's just that I've come to terms with that. Like I understand that that's how the world is. But what I'm confused about is who am I going to be? Mm -hmm. Am I going to go this way or am I going to go this way? What has caused you to be thinking about this right now? Was there any event which happened specifically or was it just building over time? I would associate it to just maturity, okay. growing up. Uh, aging, you could say, almost 20 now. And part of that is you have to figure out what you want to do, how you're going to survive and stuff. So I think naturally I've been thinking about making money mm -hmm. and all of these things. So I, and usually the way I go about things is I don't take a very direct approach with it. 
I'm not trying to I'm not an achiever. Okay. It's because like people when they want to make money they say, "Oh, I want to make money. How can I make money?" And then and then they do that. For me, whenever I want to do something, the first question is not how am I going to do it? It's why do I want to do it? Right. Why do I need to do this? Um I need and I think that's just how I'm programmed like I like to dive deep into things understand them in and out so that I can make better decisions and mm-hmm. I have more awareness about those things I can be more more compassionate if I see someone doing something then I know why because I've asked the questions myself and that gives me a different perspective to look to look at things mm-hmm. from um so yeah just because uh, I knew that I had to make money and um a part of growing up is you have to make your own money yeah in our world absolutely so i made a list of the things which i want to be doing which i enjoy doing and i thought i care about doing and i thought okay if i could provide the service to people would i be good at it um will the product be good will they be satisfied i made a plan um and then i started thinking i started breaking it down so that's why i came across this i just stumbled upon it because i'm looking around with my eyes right. open and i see this and i thought that people would maybe some people can relate to this as well mm-hmm. being confused about what kind of person you want to be versus what kind of world you're living in do you adapt to that what do you do you know yeah interesting it's a confusing time you live in isn't it Ooh, British accent there. That's not British. Uh, kind of. That ain't British. Stop. <laughs> no, actually, don't stop. You stop. Stop <laughs> it. My god. <laughs> okay. Whew. What about you? Are you having th- Yeah, even I'm sweating a lot. I have you been having thoughts like this about who you want to be? Not really. No. I think of late i've just been having a lot of fun mm. and yeah i haven't been thinking too much i've been journaling a lot mm. but whatever i'm thinking of it's it's not light stuff but i'm yeah. not getting too frazzled by it right i'm i'm calm in thinking of it penning it down mm-hmm. rereading it just you know and honestly nothing much right now what's like what's something you've been doing which is fun uh nothing new i've been hanging out with uh friends quite a bunch mm-hmm. because i'm ostracized by you <laughs> <laughs> um i'm i'm doing pretty much the same old stuff i'm just enjoying it more you know what i have been doing a lot actually what have driving. you been oh you have been driving driving so Dude, much listen get out on an empty road i do that one No, no, not like a confined road, like a giant chunk of empty space. Okay. And just do whatever. <laughs> like go straight, reverse a bit, do crazy shit. You need have to do that stuff. Have you seen my car? I have, and that's exactly why you should do it. I don't know. See, if you it. can drive a car like that, you can drive any car. Oof, I hope my dad hears this. <laughs> I am not saying it's a bad car. I'm saying it's a really good car for learning how to drive. 
that's how you save yourself <laughs> <laughs> no but so this morning i went jogging okay and so i leave at around i should leave by 6:10 but i leave at 6:15 6:20 and i'm speeding there's no one on the streets right the entire patch it's just empty and it's fun driving mm. um then i drove around quite a bit you know to go out and meet people but yeah i think it's so cool driving in pune really yeah why why do you think it's cool you need to have you need to make sure you have an appropriate disposition mm-hmm. while you're driving because people will take you on a ride no pun intended hmm if somebody looks at you angrily you look back at them okay hmm as if you're going to go and punch them okay otherwise you know it's your loss because that's just how people are over here mhm um and i got into a bit of a scuffle i didn't tell you oof let's hear it it wasn't my fault was there blood it involved wasn't my fault. no knives no guns no cricket bats it involved a Leather glare balls. given by me momentarily because he drove off that's even worse i know i wouldn't want that if i was him him right he said he drove off yeah okay. i was at the signal i was waiting to turn mhm and this rickshaw just comes in whoop what whoop and there's a scratch on my car <gasps> and then he looked at me and i think he he caught my eye and i was just like i couldn't do anything cuz it was green so he went uh-huh. at least that's my version of the story so mm. yeah was it your fault no <laughs> nothing is ever my fault <laughs> while driving i'm a great driver yeah but see no for 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 real rickshaw drivers need to get their shit in order don't generalize i am going to fucking generalize you know okay. why rickshaw drivers riders do you drive a rickshaw or ride a rickshaw because it's like three wheels you ride a bike and you yeah. drive a car i'm not sure of that i'm going to say ride or ride 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 right i'm going to stick with right you can let me know in the comments below what <laughs> you think but no for real i have a problem with rickshaws and ubers and olas and all these cabs mm. because i empathize with them but they need to get their shit in order Why? because they just keep randomly turning because people mm. randomly tell them to stop at places right. oh yeah also in So see I'm going to say in India because I'm comparing it to driving in Iran driving in Iran is like a culture a religion How in, its, so? in itself so see in Iran there's a not there's not a lot of freedom like India there's no clubs people can go to hmm. um there's just more restrictions okay Correct. not saying that it's fascist or like extreme hmm. but there's not as much freedom as Uh, there is an in india so one common pastime which people subscribe to is driving people just love driving yeah uh and everyone takes it very seriously mm. and everyone is usually a great driver so check this out imagine that you're approaching a uh four a four way it's called right Hmm. Inter- an intersection or a four way oh. four way is a different thing <laughs> 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 so you're approaching an intersection 
कार्स कमिंग फ्रॉम ईच ऑफ द फोर वेज बट ऑल ऑफ दम स्टॉप एंड लाइक यू गो हैड नो यू गो हैड नो प्लीज यू गो हैड नो ओके सो दैट्स वन थिंग पीपल क्रॉसिंग द रोड दे स्टॉप फॉर यू प्लीज गो हैड एंड देन यू से थैंक यू थैंक यू सो मच Wow. If you don't indicate where you're turning and you turn, you'll get your shit abused out of you. Hmm. The lights, the headlights always down. Never up unless you're in a highway. If it's up, it's an insult. Literally, it's an insult. There. Why? Because it bothers you. People might like <sighs> shout at you if your uh headlight is up. How's the you honking situation? Honking sitch is very calm. Um, really? People only honk if they're like really pissed. Mm. So when I started to learn driving, mm-hmm. I joined this mm, driving, driving school. school, and I made a vow mm-hmm. to myself, and I said I will never ever honk, ever, because mm-hmm. that's what stupid people do. Mm. Turns out I am stupid <laughs> <laughs> because. And now I laugh at that because yeah. there's no way you can, you can in India. without honking. No way. But it's it's not to be mean or rude. Some no. people do that. Yeah. But it's just an indication. It is. I'm coming. Yes. Because prepare yeah. yourself. Yeah. I love India. I truly love India. There's so much I love about this country. Okay. I would even go out and call it my country. Okay. But. <laughs> I'm sorry but you're just not good drivers. I want to talk about something which I think a lot of people face in their lives. And for especially people our age and people younger, maybe if you're 15, 16, just um you know, blooming into blooming from a child into not a child. From a child to an adolescent. Oh, or from childhood to adolescence adolescence to adulthood in that range okay but i think this applies th- no this i know this applies to any age range but okay. that age bracket especially and that's about insecurity hmm i want to talk about that so initially i thought we would just give it a normal definition So if you were to define it how would you define it you do that and I'll look it up I'd say fear arising out of a perceived lack Hmm that's good And But fear seems to bigger word for this definition Okay traces In- of fear insecure not firm or fixed liable to give way or break Next one uncertain or anxious about oneself not, not confident, confident. Okay, that's a good place to start from. One word which is quite repetitive in this, um, apart from like obviously uncertain and anxious, is oneself and person. Hmm. And people have different personalities, correct? Based on that personality, we have people who are confident. and we have people who are insecure we have people who are obnoxious and 
whatever whatever and that overbearing and that too is solely dependent on how you perceive it it's up to perception but i would say that there is like an average way of perceiving things which people may have in certain demographics like we find these these and this, these qualities admirable but these qualities as not admirable like this we like and this we don't usually insecurity falls into the not attractive set of qualities and confidence in the attractive set of qualities right so what makes something attractive and what makes it not attractive hmm you know that in itself is such a cool thing to think about because insecure people like other insecure people sometimes insecure people find confident people annoying yeah isn't that twitter <laughs> could be i don't know i'm not on twitter so okay. i've i've never been on I twitter y- really really never wow yeah completely steered clear of that just give it a go bye It's I've fine. never heard anything good about Twitter. Really? Yes. It's it's very um entertaining. Hmm. I don't participate in it. Right. I observe it. Yeah. It's entertaining. Cool. So, um attractiveness, like why is it that we find insecurity unattractive? I think that see generally in life the goal of life if i had to put one on it i know that there isn't one but that who doesn't hold true experientially hmm. existentially it holds true experientially it doesn't because experientially we want things we want to achieve we want change we want this right. we want that and if you want things in life then confidence is a better way to get there mm-hmm. it feels better um people respect you more people admire you more yeah so I think that confidence in general is more suited for getting things in life. I think confident is better than insecurity even experientially, emotionally. Mm. But we still have people who are insecure, right? Why does that happen? Where does insecurity come from? What are its origins? Um is are there genetic aspects contributing to mm-hmm. it? Are there stuff which we are conditioned to? Is it conditioning or is it something else? what's your and take on insecurity overwhelming exposure to culture okay you can't be everything and you can't have everything mm-hmm. but you you're exposed to this it's a plethora of possibilities right and that can seem overwhelming mhm right i haven't thought much about this so i think you should okay. take this forward take it home so the word personality let's break it down persona i think in greek means mm. mask mask does is that I remember correct? yeah psychology okay First cool year. then i'm not going to look that up but yeah persona means a mask mm. um stop and think about that for a second the significance the significance of wearing a mask is you are trying to veil you're trying to create this alternate identity hmm you don't you're used to this you don't want this so you put a mask yeah and for that amount of time people don't know who we are who you are we identify faces with people and people with their personalities and what they make us feel so 
when you wear a mask you take that away and you get a blank slate correct that's what a personality is in the first place forget the mask we are already wearing a mask okay our entire personality everything which we think we are is nothing but an idea in our mind yes maybe a few of them an amalgamation of ideas which we hold together with the millions of connections between our neurons or just memory if you want to think of it that way um so your entire personality is just a perceived mask which you hold on to dearly for life with life for life dearly for life with see now you confused me whatever whatever, <laughs> whatever. you you get the point insecurity arises when you think there's a crack in that mask and people can see through it it's interesting that's S- visual to me yes so imagine this transparent smoke screen mask in your mind mm-hmm. like i'm looking at you you're looking at me right now everyone at home watching this or wherever you are just um whatever device you're viewing this or listening to it on keep it aside and if you have a mirror look in the mirror or if you don't just close your eyes for a second imagine a smoke screen type mask inside the emptiness of your mind that is your personality and you are holding on to it you're spending every waking minute every waking min- second of your life trying to keep that smoke screen together because that's all you know but sometimes when you get into arguments then other ideas ideas which don't support that mask come face to face with it it threatens the existence of that mask right it bullwhips in the mask direction and it cuts through the smoke screen for a second and you feel terrified because you think that what you thought was you is going away is dying Mm. and so you feel fear fear is nothing but an emotion of self preservation you're trying to preserve the perceived self preserve the perceived self that is such a sweet sentence come on is it it, it is. is it is it's a, it's a very <laughs> sweet sentence so i think insecurity arises from holding on to an illusion of who you are initially and when that gets threatened mm. you feel scared or you feel insecure about your existence so that's where i think yeah. insecurity comes from but if you were to realize that that's just an idea and instead of being scared by something you could add it onto yourself mm-hmm. then you have one less thing to be scared of yeah um in in relation to the mask thing um i'm speaking of it in terms of actually disguising yourself as something and wearing a mask okay i don't remember where i watched it or who it was mm-hmm. there was somebody dressed up as a clown mm-hmm. and they said that when they stepped into the character of the clown they re- they relinquished any and all um fears and you know identity issues they had because they stepped into the shoes of someone else wow. you yeah and 
so i'm trying to relate that with what you said mm-hmm. so your your personality is nothing but a mask yeah and the reason why so then personality and identity how do you tie that in it's pretty much the same it's thing it's the same right yeah personality identity yeah i just think that i think uh conceptually they're the same thing mm. but i think the way that people talk about them are different different okay people usually use personality in dis- in a descriptive way and identity in an identifiable way uh, on a more personal right, way right i get personality, that personality personal it, it's funny how it contradicts itself in that mm. but yeah that's what i think it is and Here's another thing. If you think about drama, like the logo, the picture yes, which comes to mind is the two masks, masks yeah. one the happy and the sad one, right? Get this. Get get ready to have your mind blown. People don't exist in your life until the moment they're in your presence. people are nothing but ideas which you have in your mind unless they're there in your physical presence and that idea which you hold on to is not truly them it's That's your idea of them yeah yeah i get that and if you apply this to the fir- in the second episode where we spoke about people not existing in the first place if that's just a perceived idea and they have a perceived idea of you take them away hmm. and sit next to the person in front of you what what remains you asking me yeah what remains yeah the truest version of yourself right which is what which is what nothing nothing right there you go there's just that person not that person and this person there's just this mm. it doesn't need to be named right. it's just there yeah that yeah so whenever you're waiting for a friend when you're waiting for someone usually think of that person like oh where are they mm. you imagine if they're driving to you picking you up in a car you imagine them driving in a car on the way in that moment remind yourself that this person doesn't exist yet yeah unless they're knocking at your door unless you, you can perceive them, them. Mm. and when you do take that idea which you have in your mind and toss it yeah. out the window and you'll see holy shit this is so everyone you read about people you look up to they're just ideas in your head exactly crazy is that and you think you know them you truly know them capital t but It's, you don't it blows my mind and see think of it this way the reason acting i think is such a popular career is people unconsciously know that there's truth to it in what way every human being on the planet not i, I can't say every but Most? human beings on okay. the planet are actors they just don't know they're actors they're such good Absolutely. actors that they think they're not acting mm. you know a lot of now an actor which has become a part of woke culture is who is it you know who it is you know who it is no who jim carrey oh right yeah right? i watched a, a video of him today which one was it the interview uh no it wasn't an interview it was i need color i needed color that's a popular one 
I don't think it was the color one. Hmm. It was something. But I watched it. How random is that? How how do you bring him up? He he's a part of a lot of uh things I can tie into. Yeah. So So yeah. So if you dig this kind of stuff which we're talking about right now, which why wouldn't you? Jim Carrey is one of the more stereotypical Hollywood American people who has entered the scene where they speak about identity and ego and all this stuff. Jim Carrey realized that he was playing the all these different characters and one day he just it sparked that holy shit before this I was playing a character mm-hmm. which I believed to be me. You yeah. know? Um and that ties into the drama aspect of what we're talking about with the masks and stuff. Your family is nothing but a drama going on, a real life drama. It's just that they don't know that they're playing roles. Yeah. It's like the Truman show. I love that film. Mm. You have to watch it if you haven't. So um I'm living it. Why would I watch it? <laughs> um I love the part where he where he reaches the end of the studio mm. and it's it's the sky and <laughs> you know clouds, what that is right? right what that's flat earth <laughs> that's flat oh that is <laughs> there we go see okay we're not getting into conspiracies here what what conspiracy it's true <laughs> i believe it what is this see this is a lie right here that's a moon that's out of battery okay <laughs> no, i just went you go no you can it seemed like you really wanted to get that out. There's so two things, out. actually. First one. Here's the thing. Now, I think that a lot of people, psychology majors and stuff, will get triggered by the stuff which I say when I speak about insecurity oh, and anxiety. <laughs> um, and stuff like that. Um, because they'll say, no, anxiety is this bigger thing. Anxiety is this and anxiety is that. I don't agree okay. with that take on psychology. Hmm. I think that people make problems bigger than they truly are when it comes to mental health nowadays. Okay. I like that there's more attention being paid to it because I think what's happening with paying attention to mental health is people are trying to move inwards. So I'm all down for that and I understand that these things happen incrementally. It's very big explosion and then it gets condensed into the balanced state that's just how life works um so yeah i think that i understand why there's such a big boom about it but i don't necessarily agree with the explanations about um things explanations and also approaches yes okay um so yeah i just wanted to say that Cool. So that is insecurity, a persona, the mask, the characters, acting. My turn. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? No, I don't actually. What are you going to say? That I don't remember what I thought of because that always happens with me. What? Um, oh yes, I did. Okay, what Just is it? Just remembered. A person is nothing but an idea. Hmm. In your mind. Mm-hmm. They don't actually exist unless they're in your physical presence, right? Mm. So, and then you have op- opposing to that is who you are is just, you're just acting. You're wearing mm. a mask. So, 
what you act does the script also come from or is it derived from other people's ideas of you as well hmm could be if that's a part of your script mm-hmm. then yes a I'm lot of sure people articulated that correctly i'm i'll say something and you okay. see if it's if it goes along a lot of people live their lives asking how am i supposed to live my life to please other people hmm. so you're not and i can understand that see validation is a huge part of just life in general i think there's so many a uh, complexes which happen in our childhood mm. if we don't get the right amount of validation yeah. or the right type of validation yeah. like the right type of nurturing and love which we expect from our parents Affection. parents teachers uh, people who we look up to and if you don't get that you're going to be looking for it there's like this void inside you which you're trying yeah. to fill um and i think in our in our life there are moments where we will fall into that yeah trying to get validation not knowing why unconsciously that's why people approach seeking validation differently they do yeah yes so i think that that is a struggle which hopefully a lot of people are having in their life right now where they're trying to redirect their compass and yeah. point it not that's towards well said, ali thank you tanya towards not where i can get the most validation from but why do i want to get this validation figure that out figure it out and if you still want it do it yeah it's just that if you do this for 20 years down the line you'll be some place and you'll realize that oh shit everything i've worked for wasn't for me mm-hmm. but it was for other people that's going to be the lowest point in your life yeah yeah so you could go down that way i mean who am i i'm not saying that that's good or bad i'm just saying that that can be a consequence it can, it can be it can happen and if you don't want that to happen yeah. then the way you do that is by looking inwards so we can pick up on self awareness over there okay i think people are not self aware today <gasps> they're not they are but mm. it's a scale and it ranges mm-hmm. okay and when you say people define people people around me okay i i barely know three maybe two people who are self aware mhm okay that's not a big number and what do you think about that what do you think about the general average self awareness scale let me i'll throw it to you i'll give you a bunch of questions so what do you think about what do you think is the base what is the level what is the average level if you had to put an average level for pune because that's what we know do one for pune do one for what you think the entire consensus would be um on like a scale of 1 to 10 no whatever then? scale you want however you want to articulate it it's up to you i would say low approaching moderate or okay. actually low low yeah okay um maybe people in my circle would be moderate hmm. low approaching to moderate otherwise i wouldn't be spending much time talking to them what do you what are the consequences of being someone who has low self awareness you said self awareness or just awareness self awareness what are the consequences of having low self awareness i think 
whatever you go through in life will always be masked with a veil of illusion yes okay and that's number one what do you mean a veil of illusion how do i articulate this i don't know give me an example what is what are what are one of those veils what is one of those veils very trivial example i think it's overused mm. but just how people use social media okay so oh i want to talk about this as well but virtue signaling mhm i think i acquainted you with that yes you uh, did dom a while back yes. i think we can read it out i see a lot of this on what are you typing <laughs> what is happening <laughs> signaling yeah the thank you i'm a little blind thank you the action or practice of publicly expressing opinions or or sentiments intended to demonstrate one's good character or the moral correctness of one's position on a particular issue flexing your values yes mm if that's how people want to consume the meaning of that <laughs> uh but yeah so going to get water you you can have mine okay go on thank you um yeah so there's so much virtue signaling going on especially on instagram right hmm. something happens somebody posts a story right and then everyone else has the same story up hmm. so i've essentially tapped on the same story three times more than that okay and i don't know if if something happens regardless of what side you fall on whether you think it's right it's wrong no opinion whatever um i don't think people think before reposting that hmm. they just reposted to mark their uh position right and you know um to make sure that people know that they they're a part of this group. Mhm. Okay, because if you're not a part of that group, then you'll be ostracized right. and people will send you mean DMs. Mhm. And so whatever, I don't really care what what side you're on, but have you thought of it? Yeah. Or have you just like reposted it just for the sake of making sure other people think that oh my gosh, I'm a good person and yeah. like I know this is bad and I shouldn't and this shouldn't be happening in the world. Mm. Have you thought about it? have you even if that ends up being your opinion because those are the echo chambers you find yourself in or the people you interact with share similar views that's out of the question yeah. the question is have you thought of it mhm you know maybe there could be a nuance in the same opinion right which you come up with so um that yeah. is i think one veil of illusion yes just a trivial example okay yeah and i want to clarify that this yeah. is just an example play along sure. i like blue you like pink okay no this became gendered just <laughs> it always colors. happens don't ever pick blue or pink okay okay i like burgundy i like green hmm okay i like burgundy because it's nice and it's red why do you like i like green because it's better hmm and it's the color of nature oh but i don't think that nature is right because 
see with red we make everything which you use like look at that pen it's red and that's what i that's the thought process i subscribe to because i like what i like and if you don't like what i like then i don't like you fuck off then no you fuck off you fuck off what how about we both block each other and yes. we just don't speak to each other ever again i've already blocked you goodbye bye i said bye no i wanted to have said bye first this isn't fair <laughs> i'm leaving so see that's just an example of what happens and i don't mm-hmm. want to relate this to anything specific happening out there which is troubling the world right now yeah but if you apply that yourself to the things around you even though this was a really silly thing which we played out you'll see that it holds true <laughs> in so many aspects we hold on to ideas because we think they're better ideas than the other one how do you know that exactly like not even how do you know that even if you know that hmm. you don't not that you don't this is my perspective i don't think we should judge people hmm. based on what ideas they have hmm. but kind of that's what we're doing right now i yeah. see the thing in that but i think in our world there is a lack of a definition of what direction we want to go in hmm. that gets lost in life there's so many people who if you check out their like people who have quote unquote made it go check out the th- stuff which they say they always say i got to a point where i realized that i didn't even i don't i didn't even know why i was doing the stuff that i'm yeah. doing i think that that happens on a very regular interval with people that they don't they forget why they're subscribing to the ideas they're subscribing to they don't ask mm. why am i doing what i'm doing yeah exactly exactly my point yeah and i was just bringing that perspective to your example as well because if you have low self awareness then you're not going to ask questions like this yeah exactly and then what happens is the consequences are going to be out of your hands and you're going to be a prey to the consequences instead of being the initiator of the consequences mm. although you didn't initiate them but that's not how you feel yeah um okay so we said that the general consensus of um self awareness is low the negative consequences you you'll be on the receiving end not on the giving end um how do you think people can become more self aware tune into the i don't know podcast <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug no but, but do it tune into the i don't know podcast why would they like why why should they do that because i think we're pretty self aware okay we're way too self but how does that make them self aware i think how does that they'll make us they'll see perspectives hmm. which depart from the usual perspectives that okay. they're acquainted with hmm. you know because the whole echo chamber thing right if you if if you think a certain way you're more likely to associate with people who think the same way mm-hmm. and so all your conversations will be with them and you're more or less going to have the same view on the same subject and then that becomes a comfortable space so why would you leave that right because um 
many people are creatures of comfort mm-hmm. and um, they would rather be there than be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and i think you should um expose yourselves to discomfort sometimes mm-hmm. and opinions which like you know which you think hey i could never agree with this you don't have to but just like consider it like listen to it yo so to sum it up sum it up if you're self aware you'll be more self aware and if you're not self aware be self aware you won't be self aware so decide no but see if you Calm are down if you are self aware then it'll be difficult you'll you'll just have thicker skin because it's ironical because self awareness is removing the mm. thick skin so that you're completely transparent and one with everything yeah exactly so i used to think that oh my gosh i have a thick skin you know blah 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 but i would get offended and i would get mm. hurt now i don't get offended you know just something to throw out a nugget of an idea to people for people to think about is about having small egos and big egos mm. people usually think oh, this guy has such a big <laughs> ego that's me talking about you no i'm just kidding yeah but here's the thing having a big ego is actually having a small ego hmm because if you're hmm. very easily offended it means that the n- the number of things which you hold close to you are very small so it's easy to offend you yeah. that's a small ego if you have a big ego then you include a lot of things within your ego and that would mean that it wouldn't Mm-hmm. Not a lot would affect you because that's a part of you. Yeah, you don't really get offended by what is you. Yeah. She. See, because I'm relating everything to One Tree Hill now because that's mm. where my mind's at. Go for it. Everybody <laughs> fights with everybody over the tiniest. Just oh my gosh, why? It's so frustrating. I'm like, calm the fuck down. Hmm. think like nobody on that show is show yourself aware <laughs> there are moments there are moments but then like nothing happens and people are k- punching each other the highlights of the show is the resolution right this drama and all this stuff yeah 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 but the resolution is what we're waiting for yeah. to happen i mean not really we, we love all of it but that's what we think hmm. that resolution comes after a moment of self awareness so what we truly want even in tv shows yeah is a moment of self awareness and i think a lot of uh, p- part of the reason why people seek out like whenever you're thinking about something and you don't have an answer and you, you go through your phone it's because you're seeking answers yeah you're seeking answers in different narratives yeah but i don't think they're self aware of that moment of self awareness either no who in the show or people just in general no shows like narratives we spoke about my confusion Yeah. We spoke about personality and insecurity. Driving. Driving. Self-awareness. One tree hill. I want to talk about love. Talk about love. See, when we speak about love, two to three things are the main world views when it comes to it. One of them is romantic love. And to describe that, I would say It's the kind of love you see in movies. It's the guy who chases the girl or the ch- girl who chases the guy or a person or whatever some sort of courtship. challenge, courtship, a challenge and a way to overcome that challenge during which 
the people involved develop feelings for each other so there's mm. that kind of love that's a world view on it um the other world view about love regarding love is the biological mm. view of it which is that love is caused when your need to procreate triggers in you a release of hormones mm. which are responsible for giving you the sensation or that emotion of love mm. hormones being oxytocin and dopamine they create that feeling that infatuation that need to be with that person and all of those things so that framework that emotion right is on is set on by these hormones being triggered and released and stuff like that the other perspective about love which is the one which i want to give is completely different from these two perspectives completely whack <sighs> no it's not what is it okay i think that love is a force i think mm-hmm. love is similar to gravity yeah but different from it in a lot of ways i think love is the force which makes everything happen exactly the way it is happening right now love is the reason that the universe is the way it is it's the one true governing principle of all that there is yes i think that's love and here's the thing about love it's happening regardless of whether we perceive it or not mm. and i think that is the true with the capital t definition of love because i think those other world views of love are onset by us opening up to this world view mm. it's just that we see this in people and not in things i i think that this is out there this emotion is present within you this way of perception is present but if you're not tuned into it if you're not aligned with it you don't perceive it yeah. we usually perceive it with other people and we fall in love and all it's that stuff it's a different stuff. lens of perception it is yeah yes you're perceiving the same thing you're feeling the same thing but you're unconsciously feeling it mm. um and I'm going to make this radical because if we don't make things radical then it's not the I don't know podcast is it go for it okay see if what i'm saying is true if love is the force which governs everything what does that remind you of a force which governs everything in terms of physics no just if you think of that what comes to mind gravity like you said what a something that governs everything that we do it's everywhere omnipresent all knowing god exactly i think there's no difference mm-hmm. between god and love i think that the both they're both the same thing okay um it's just that we have separated them into two, two different ideas I also think that conceptually when you think of god we think of this thing this like at least this is the way i imagine god when i was a kid it would be above the clouds this uh giant figure with 
Like silky. That? No, no. No, it wasn't a human being. Oh. It wasn't. I didn't perceive God as a human like being. A monster God. No, it wasn't a monster God either. It was. It wasn't particularly contained. Okay. It was kind of like, imagine, you know, when there's sun behind the clouds and you can see the outline mm. of it. Mm. Okay. Now imagine a giant cloud made of that. So, a presence more than a tangible yes, thing. Okay, yes. Yes. But still tangible. Like, because, just because I know that that's what it is. Okay. Okay. So, that was how I pictured God. Also, I, th- I would invite you to just speak about this with your friends just because it's cool. Like, how do you picture... Picture God. What's the visual <laughs> thing which comes to mind? Or what... How do you... How would you tangibly define God? Right. Um, so... Most cultures, most religions, and anyone who talks about God usually speaks of it in a way where God is this contained entity which is controlling a lot of stuff. Um, controlling the universe as we know it. Here's what I think God is. Firstly, does God exist? You're asking me? No, I'm asking myself. That's a question. What what do you think? I don't want to put you on the spot. That's why I didn't ask you. But if you want me, I'll ask you. What do you think? I don't know. You don't know? No. Okay. I know. Okay. And I think the answer is yes. Okay. But I don't think God is what most people think it mm. is. I don't think that God is that entity which I used to think of. What I think it is, is just energy. Or rather, I should say, energy is the proof of God's existence. Hmm, but then that sort of negates what you said earlier. Which is? It's just a proof of God's existence. But it isn't God itself, themselves. No, it's not. Energy isn't God um, It's a proof of the itself. existence, right? No. Energy is the proof that God is doing what God is doing. Now, let me hmm. define what I mean by that. See, what we know about energy and matter and movement and all this stuff is that, see, there are molecules and there are atoms and in atoms there's protons electrons and neutrons and these are tiny particles inside tiny particles Mm. and what happens is that there's this charge between these particles and that's what holds stuff together now here's my question what is that charge Mm. what is the thing which is holding these things together or what is the force that is causing them to move physics says that it's force right but if you look up the definition of force this is what you get strength or energy as an attribute of physical action or movement and here's the thing about physics and just science in general whenever you look up definitions of concepts they will always have other concepts defining Mm. other concepts right so it's almost an echo chamber of concepts because right now let's look up the definition of energy so, force is a strength or energy as an attribute of physical action or movement. Cool. Let's look up the definition of energy. The strength and vitali- vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. What does that tell you about what energy is? Is. The strength and vitality. Is that definitive to you? No. No. It tells you how it acts but it doesn't tell you what, what it, it is. is yeah so here's what i think it is i don't think there is such a thing as energy 
what I think we are defining energy to be is how it acts. No, what I think we are defining energy to be is God. Okay. So that is what God is. God is the thing which is God is everything. It's not that sculpture above the scal- mm. clouds. It's not that person. It's not this. It's that. It's everything. Yeah. Okay. It's omnipresent. That means it's everywhere all the time. And it's just... Yeah, it's just that. It's just everything. And that is the same thing as love. There's no distinction between the two. So... Mm. <sighs> so... Love is that force, and that force is God. Hmm. So I want to talk about love especially because I think that love is such a key part in people's lives, right? And it becomes something which people hold to a really high standard in their priority list of why they want to do the things which they want to do. Uh, Some people decide their lives based on that. People value it differently. And I used to value love highly, but... But I understood that the way I was going about in receiving and giving love wasn't a good way, so to speak. Because it would end up with either, of the, either two of us feeling extreme hurt, mm. extreme pain. And I don't think that is something I want to put myself through <laughs> on a regular basis. Right. I don't see how that's an intelligent thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I took a step back and I started asking, okay, wait a second, why am I attracted to these kind of people? Um, How do I give love? How do I receive love? Blah, 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 blah. And I understood that most of it was just because of some psychological reasons. Mm -hmm. Then when I took those away, I was left with the, the I don't know moment where, wait a second, I don't know. What is it? And through f- and struggling with this idea for a few years with the idea of non-attachment, like um, loving without being attached to the object. Um, and all of these things, I introspected about it for like a year. And not for like a year. I introspected about this for. actively for a year. Mm. I came out of that with the understanding that, okay, I value respect, mutual respect for one another over love. Mm -hmm. Because love is there, whether I perceive it or not. And human beings, I think, have hold the potential to be able to get to a point where you just perceive love all the time, if that's what you want. But I know that me personally, I haven't reached that stage yet. Would you call that awakening? Possibly, could be. I don't know if that is awakening. I would argue that that would be close to it. But for me personally, I knew that that I wasn't at that stage. Mm -hmm. Um, If I was going to fall in love, I was most probably going to fuck it up. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that, you know. Um, So I made the intelligent choice of understanding my own behavior and analyzing how am I going to go about this. The solution I came up with was what I hold to be the truth. That is that love, just like any other emotion, is energy in motion already, which you can align Mm. your body to, to feel. Okay? So, whether you are aligned or not, 
is a matter of you yourself aligning yourself with those things um emotion itself is such a concept which is difficult to understand and wrap yeah. our heads around right like if you think about it what is an emotion you would someone would say it's this biological feeling which you get because of hormones sure but why do we have that oh it's this evolutionary thing which keeps you going in life okay but why did it turn out this way why does it feel this precise way yeah you know and what i think the answer to that is like i said in the in the first podcast i think it was on the second one i'm not sure art is a reflection of what the artist wants to portray human beings are a, ref- are a reflection of what the universe has created mm-hmm. so i think emotions are u- the universe's expressions which we can tune ourselves into so these and what an emotion is to me is just your body and your cells vibrating at a certain frequency moving right. at a certain frequency the energy is moving in this frequency the energy is in motion it's emotion um yeah that's very cool mm what that is um so yeah the whole idea of emotions itself is such a vague thing to be able to navigate especially being a hormonal teenager <laughs> and not having any idea of what's happening this is what i'm going to get to with this especially at this age hopefully if you are above this age you have figured it out but if you haven't then i mean i can't say anything you will either figure it out or you won't and you'll be stuck in that pattern but if you are uh feeling this that you have all these different emotions and you have no idea what to do with them don't do anything with them mm-hmm. just do what you know instead you don't have to it's not like if you don't do this you're going to die you know yeah um you don't have to act out on these emotions which you feel and i find myself in that situation quite often because i like being the best that i can be mm-hmm. i love it but i don't know what to do half the time because i'm like i love doing this i love doing this but how do i do this how, how do, do i do, do that, that? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. you know the mind can confusion exactly there's all this confusion and in those moments just remind yourself you are under no obligation there you go to do anything and in those situations i would recommend don't do the things you're unsure about rather think of something which you are sure about and do that and what you're unsure about i think just learn to sit with it you'll figure it out yeah it that discomfort has to be felt yes otherwise that discomfort is a trigger for you to learn exactly. you know i think that the way people learn in general and learning is so huge to me mm. as a part of life learning is the thing i absolutely enjoy the most learning and creating and y- using those two things together fitting them um giving this guy's hand to the other guy's hand go ahead oh <laughs> um be friends now go play mm learning is such a huge part of life i think learning happens in ways which are so complex yet the simplest to understand they're complex yet simple hmm. they are completely unrelated and completely related yeah it's so weird 
the way it works um it's like see you want to learn how to jump off a cliff for some reason with the paraglider but you can't do it it doesn't feel right to you until this one day you f- you see you're chopping a tomato right you chop the top off and it falls into the sink hmm and in that moment suddenly all your fear of falling is dissolved for some reason and now you can jump off a cliff it seems completely unrelated yet it will make sense to you because there are things in life which you have to go through to understand and i think to bring this 360 to wrap it up you started with social media yeah in social media right now uh, there's a, there's so many people who want so many things and they see what they want they're projecting onto social media because that's where they see the people who have what they want get it from yeah and so they want to get it from there too but what you don't understand and what you don't have the access to the perspective you don't have the access to nor someone is giving to you is that those people like you wanted something and they had to navigate their life they had to navigate through this thing called time non-existent yet existent you have to navigate through life to be able to come out on the other side with the things which you want and possibly the things you want are going to change with time you think that you want this moon but then you'll on the way to the moon you'll stumble across the pen and you'll realize oh wait a second what i wanted from the moon was the idea of the pen and you won't know this unless you travel down that road yeah so i guess just keep at it you know just keep keep on keeping on moral <laughs> of the story keep at it i thought that was fun i had a lot of fun having this conversation thank you so much because i have been speaking to a few people here and there mm. and they're saying that they know that we have a podcast they know we're doing a podcast some of my friends were asking about the space mm. and what i think doesn't really get communicated to the people who are watching is that see tania and i we sit in this space and we record we edit and we put it up we don't get to see what happens on the other side yeah you know we don't know what people how they like how? it if they're yeah. talking about it um and it's just that it feels so refreshing when you get to see what people are speaking about it mm-hmm. you know that's just fun so yeah i want to thank those people who just know you know who are just aware yeah it's very nice very nice awesome i just hope that this you th- you thought this was valuable you yeah. learned something hope it was worth your time yes hope we could make your day just a tad bit more interesting and if we did make sure to support us you can yeah. do that by either following us on instagram send us a message interact with us engage with us um as always like we're on spotify we're on apple podcast so you can check that out if you want and keep on keeping on uh, oops <laughs> see it was going so well and you said that no i did that intentionally it's funny that get it <laughs>